Thanks, guys. His gospel is peace. Amen. Well, that's the whole sermon. Just kidding. Just kidding. Grace, mercy, and peace are most certainly yours, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, from God our Heavenly Father, through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Think back to the year 2005. Hard to imagine that's been over 15 years ago. Think back, Carrie Underwood's first hit, if you want to call it that, single came out. I'm sure you remember the song, Jesus Take the Wheel. Regardless of how you feel about it, whether you love it, hate it, or have no clue what I'm talking about, I'm going to use this because I think it's a good demonstration of a problem that we see in our own lives and a problem that we see in our gospel text this morning. That problem is the issue of control. So if you don't remember, the song is talking about a young woman who's driving home on Christmas Eve, and she's feeling overwhelmed by life. And of course, Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, but it's tainted because the song says that it's been a a long, hard year. Well, when is it not? Am I right? But she's feeling all of the pressure of life, all the things that she's trying to juggle. She's trying to manage it all, and not least of which is the baby in the back seat. There's no mention of a husband or a father at all. You might think, hmm, sounds a bit like a young Jewish woman who's mysteriously pregnant. Well, she's driving along, and she certainly seems to be running from something, and as she does, it's clear that she's trying to control everything in her life. And Yet, what happens is what happens to all of us when we're trying to control our life. Out of nowhere, there's a patch of black ice, and what happens? The car starts spinning out of control. And that means that her whole world is spinning out of control. Because this song, as you see, if you look at the lyrics, you recognize that this car that she's driving and the road she's on is really a handy metaphor for her whole life. So as much as she thought that she had to be in control, as much as the world told her that she had to be in control of her life, and as much or as little as she actually was in control of her life, that one thing happened. And reality hit home And she recognized the truth, that she's not in control. She's holding on to a wheel, and that car is not taking her where she wants to go. Well, Joseph, in our gospel text this morning, has a very similar experience. You see, Matthew says that Joseph is a just or a righteous man. He wants to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. But how does this play out? Well, really, it plays out as 
him being in control of his life. And so when he finds out that Mary is pregnant, well, let's face it, if he were to go through with that marriage, his reputation would be tainted. Well, that certainly limits how much control he has over his own life. So in some sense, we can sympathize with his decision. And yet, also being righteous, wanting to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord, Joseph recognizes that Yahweh, that God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He also does not want to bring down condemnation on Mary. He could have acted with indignation and and been so angry. He could have put her on trial and had her put to death. But he wasn't willing to bring that upon Mary. So trying to be in control of his life, but still trying to do what is right, he does what he thinks is proper, and he sets up scenario of disaster, a scenario where he'll bring discord and pain and suffering, but God isn't willing to let this happen. Now, for you and me, for most of us, we try to take control of our lives, and, well, we just kind of face the consequences. We get hit. We get bumped and bruised. We face our own consequences. But this situation is different because this child is different. You see, God had been making his promises for a long time. He had been promising the Messiah, the one who would come and free his world from sin, who would bring peace to all of creation. And so God tells Joseph, Don't go through with this. God steps in and says, I'm in control. He's going to prove that he is faithful and that he will bring peace to this world. Joseph was set to uh, take that steering wheel and, man, force that car back onto the road that he was driving on. He was going to stick to that path that he had laid out for himself, but God steps in to protect him, to save all of us. He steps in with his word of gospel. God tells Joseph, do not be afraid. Now, that's not the whole message, but I think it's fair to just pause there for one brief moment, because isn't that really the core of why we always want to be in control of our own lives? Because you're afraid of something? That you're afraid of what those other people will think? Because you're afraid that you won't be enough? Because you're afraid that people won't love you and accept you? Or simply that this life just won't be worthwhile if you don't make the absolute most of it that you can? So God steps in, in the midst of all of this. 
and he says, I'm in control. Now let's be honest. Most of you, maybe even all of you, hear that statement and your gut reaction is to say, whoa, God, hold on. What about my plans? What about my plans for that relationship for my spouse or for my children? What about my plans for my education and my career? What about my plans for my retirement? How about that party? How, what about my plans for my whole life? How's that going for you? Really? Take a step back and think about that. Have you really made things better for yourself? Or have your attempts to white-knuckle that steering wheel of life really just veered you off into the ditch of life? God steps in, and he says, I'm in control. And just as I told the kids, this is good news. And it's not simply good news because we're a week out from Christmas, and I'm sure some of you still are thinking in the back of your mind, what am I going to buy for that most wonderful day of the year that's only a week away? No, it's good news because of what God does with his control. What God does he sends his son to be God with you and to be God for you. He sends his son to be Jesus, to be the savior of all people from their sins. And because you are baptized, you are part of God's people. So he comes to be with you and he comes to save you from your sins. Go back to Underwood's song. In the face of reality that this woman has no control in her present circumstances, in her whole life, she throws up her hands and says, Jesus, take the wheel. I can't do this anymore. So I recognize this is where the song really gets the most criticism because let's just be clear, throwing your hands up when you're driving is not a demonstration of faith, right? Keep your hands on the wheel, please. But remembering that this is also a metaphor for life and recognizing that the song implies that God intervenes to bring her off to the side and keep her safe, we see that her response is what's important. The response, recognizing that God is good, that God fulfills his promises to bring peace. This woman repents. She turns to Jesus and says, take control of my life because she recognizes what we need to know and to live in our lives. And that's that only when God is in control do we truly have peace. God brought peace to Mary and Joseph. He intervened and stopped Joseph from doing something very stupid. And he brought wholeness. He brought reconciliation. He mended their relationship. And then he would bring peace to the whole world through Jesus. 
And so that peace was not just back then, but that peace is also for you because his promises are for you. So when you find that you fail and you aren't enough, Jesus succeeds and he is enough. When you back off in fear, Jesus goes forth in full confidence of his father. When you are suffering from a broken heart, Jesus is there with you by his spirit and with his church. When you are beset by conflict and you are just overwhelmed, Jesus comes with reconciliation through forgiveness of sins. And yes, even though you die, Jesus raises you up. And so, this is good news because because God is in control, you are no longer subject to, to the tyrannical prince of this world, Satan. Instead, because Jesus fulfills the promises of God, he brings you peace as you live under his gracious reign as the Prince of Peace. So as we conclude our Advent season over the next week and we enter the joyous time of Christmas, yes, it's only a week away, it's not a joke. As we go there, I pray that you would find that Jesus himself is the one who prepares the way of the Lord in your hearts, in your minds, in your whole life. May you rest in that great peace that only God can give you through Jesus Christ, his son, who has saved you from your sin. Amen. Amen.